International Poznań. Hello, hello, hello. It's International Poznań on MC Radio. And today we've got um, two people here with me in the studio. Let's start with my co-host Max Crook. Welcome back to another show interviewing the greatest souls uh, living around Poznan, the greatest city of the world, the cultural oh, capital of the Northern Hemisphere, uh, <laughs> and a meeting point for the finest minds. Uh, today uh, we're we're blessed. We've got a finest. We've got the finest minds of all. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. We certainly do. Um, you know, he he goes by many names uh, and goes by by a single trade he is a barber he is will the barber ill will the, Ill bar will the barber according yes. to yes. Instagram remember to look him up but people in the United States may know him as Curtis Williams that, that's me that, that the one and the only well, one and the, the only. only okay um, uh, will so nice to have you um, here on the show uh, we're gonna talk about your um, uh, former military career okay um, then we're gonna talk about your um, your um, profession which is being a barber here in, in, in Poznan and and this is super interesting how you kind of um, went from being a soldier to being a barber in Poznan. An incredible career transition. Yeah, incredible I, career I would, transition. I would definitely have to agree with you. A hundred percent. We, we, we Today's show, we're going to find out what motivated you uh, into into this exciting career because, uh, you know, the more... Uh, looking for a barber, by the way, a mm -hmm. good one, uh, it, it's not possible. It's like looking for a, for a specialist surgeon. A lot of yeah, people are yeah. still looking. I'm, yeah. Yeah, I'm still <laughs> looking. I'm waiting. I've been waiting three years for a barber. Maybe, not... maybe after the show it could be. Well, you never know. Yeah. I, I bet. I, it could yeah. be. Yeah. Hey, it could absolutely. Be. Here we go. Finally, this is, this is the only reason we're doing the show is to make connections. There you go. Uh, All to, right. To, to make our lives easier. Uh, okay. So speaking of making life easier, what will make our life even easier is the song that we're going to play. And we're going to get our show even more energized with the song called Yeah by Asha. And I know it's one of Will's um, favorite uh, artists as well. There is a little connection within his family as well. We might discuss that later. But for now, <laughs> it's Asha. Yeah. Yeah. You're listening to 102.7 International Poznan here on MC Radio with Max and Piotr. And Will the Barber. All right.
lust In the club looking so conspicuous And wow, these women all on the prowl If you hold the head steady, I'ma melt the cow And forget about game, I'ma spit the truth I won't stop till I get them in their birthday suit So give me the rhythm and it'll be off with their clothes Then bend over to the front and touch your toes I left the jag and I took the rolls If they ain't cutting, then I put them on foot patrol How you like me now when my piggies valued over 300,000? Let's drink, you the one to please. Ludacris filled cups like double D. Me and Earth, what's more when we leave them dead? We want a lady in the street, but a freak in the bed that say, to International Poznan 102.7 FM MC Radio listening to the greatest hits from across the world that was Usher singing one of his legendary tracks yeah you'll see yeah. it on Hitch if you don't know how to dance remember put your arms at a 90 degree angle do the clicks and you'll get all the ladies this is this is okay this is how you do it all this right. is, okay. this is, that okay. song is iconic uh, and is imprinted in my brain it's for that reason I am married today your dance routine is iconic as well anyway our guest uh, today is Will the Barber <laughs> Il Will the Barber and mm, Il Will the Barber is a barber in Poznan but let's go back to his career as a soldier uh, as a US soldier for, for, for uh, many years that's right mm, so maybe let's start with your motivation of um, deciding to, to be a, a, a soldier because this is, you know, quite a um, big decision that must have been quite a big decision in your life because it's more than a job. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I it's for me, it actually started off a little later on in life. Um, I had a whole life before I joined the military, um, and it was it was awesome, you know. Um, I just felt like uh, I got to a point in my life where I wanted more of a challenge. You know, uh, in the uh, U.S. military, in the um, it's a hundred percent volunteer. You know, like so. Yeah. Uh, no conscription. Yeah. No, yeah. N- none of that. None of that. So um, I told myself I wanted a challenge in life. You know, I felt like a lot of the things that I wanted to set out for, I was able to accomplish early on in life, and I decided that why not join the military? You know, go and see the world and experience so many different people, different cultures, and you but know. But also all. risk your life. Let's face it. Well, that's, yeah, that's yeah. a little downside to yeah. it. Minor, minor downside. Minor, minor downside. downside. <laughs> uh, but no, it was, um, it was, it was a great experience. It was a great experience. Um, like I said, I joined in uh, uh, when I was 29. And um, it was uh, a little different for me because a lot of my peers or most of my peers were just coming out of high school, you know, so 18, 19 years old. And me being an adult already and having, you know, uh, an adult mindset 
yeah. having to deal with teenagers that age. You know, it wasn't always uh, the best of times. So, um, but it, right. I, I understood that this is something that I was going to have to go through in the beginning. So uh, mm-hmm. time went on and... Um, once uh, I've gotten through all the training and stuff like that, I went to my first unit um, and I immediately knew what direction I wanted to go in when it came to my career in the military. And because of having the life experiences before I joined, I understood I'm not going to wait for someone to tell me what to do. I'm going to go after it myself. So I was able to progress and be promoted very quickly throughout the ranks, and um, it it so it went well for me. Taking went, taking the initiative, absolutely, that's, mm, that's, absolutely. I've I've uh, I've read that about um, it, this was about Mar- U.S. Marines actually, uh, and uh, and they say that there is this sort of trade off between when you have different recruits. So the the younger recruits are the ones with less skills to offer because they're younger. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, they'll just do whatever. Exactly. Exactly. But they would have problems with a recruit that is older mm-hmm. because they have the confidence. They even they could even excel in some of the training. Exactly. But being told what to do doesn't always sit right. There. No, yeah. no. Yeah. It's yeah. it's it's about having a certain type of mindset. When you understand what's what's happening and how things go, then it allows you to uh, advance. Or become a better um, a better military person. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it does it does take a little longer to get there for some. But you know, once you get it and understand that the direction you want to go in, then it's best for you to take initiative and go for it. Okay. So, how many years altogether did you spend in the military? Eight long, very short, <laughs> uh, and okay. wonderful years. It's, All, a, it's yeah. a roller coaster. Oh, oh, absolutely. What was the biggest highlight of, of, of that period of eight years? Wow. Okay. So um, I would say uh, out of that time frame, out of the eight years that I was in, um, two of those years I spent uh, just in the United States off and on. Not, not consecutively, but you know, outside mm-hmm. of the eight, it was I was in the United States for two. Um, the other six years, I was traveling the world, seeing different countries, meeting different people. Um, I did have, you know, a few times where it, you know, it got a little dangerous, but you know that that comes with the territory. Um, so I would say the highlight would be able uh, was me being able to to experience all these new different cultures outside of the United mm-hmm. States. Because so, uh, um, America's, um, you know, uh, uh, obviously they, they have they're everywhere. You know, American yeah. American soldiers, and not just uh, not just in those countries where we see on the news where there's a also deployment. in Poznan. Also yeah, in Poznan. Very true. Poznan. Very we true. We have a lot of American soldiers here in Poznan. Exactly. Probably some of them are your customers. As very as true. <laughs> very true. You'll see you'll see them uh, especially at American uh, sports bars if there's a, if there's a football match on. Exactly. Most likely <laughs> concentrated in those areas. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Absolutely. So what what countries yeah. did you did you go to the Middle East as well? I spent a year in Afghanistan. Um, that was the uh, first place I, uh, first country that I was uh, deployed to. Um, very scary. Um, Quite a harsh reality. Yeah, yeah, uh, like, yeah that was. What was uh, the attitude of the local communities towards the American soldiers back then? What, what year was it? This was in 2014. 2014, 2015. So what was the attitude of the people there? So uh, it was, I, first, um, as, a, as a soldier, I was an engineer. 
So um, I was a construction engineer. So uh, whenever I would go somewhere, it was either to um, fix something or uh, rebuild something else mm -hmm. or something like that, depending mm -hmm. on the type of unit that I was with. Mm -hmm. So um, there uh, in Afghanistan, it wasn't so much just with that type of uh, attitude or that type of um, transition. It was more so... Uh, this is you're gonna go here and you're gonna do some some other things, mm. you know. So yeah, it wasn't so much we weren't uh, really out there trying to to uh, how can I say this um, be more one on one with the community there. Mm. It was more so we need so to you get went out there, you had to do this okay. and yeah. that and I'm, you had to get sorted. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So um, outside of that, um, I've been uh, spent some time in Korea, South Korea. Mm. Let's make sure we yeah. get that. It's North Korea, yeah. South Korea, yeah. South Korea. It's a vastly different nation. Absolutely. Quite, quite a difference. Quite absolutely. A difference. Uh, I spent some time in uh, South Korea, and it was absolutely amazing. You know, seeing so many different people, like, literally just in the streets, walking around, just yep. being, mm. you know, who they are. It was, it was an amazing thing. Uh, usually whenever I talk with someone about that— uh, I reference it to being in Manhattan in New York on like New Year's Eve or something like that. Just, just, just uh, people everywhere. People, just a density. yeah, mm -hmm. everywhere. And it's the craziest thing is it was like that at, at three o'clock in the afternoon and three o'clock in the morning. You know, <laughs> so it's you know obviously a different a different vibe, a different energy of people. But um, that was just the normal thing, and um, being able to see that outside of. All of the other things that I've experienced, um, it was it was a great feeling. It was yeah. a great feeling. Yeah. So, um, I've like, South Korea. Uh, spent some time in Germany. Um, I've I've obviously been to Poland. Uh, the my, before you made before you made the decision of uh, going to Poland. To absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Okay. So I I'm also spent some time in Japan, and um, I've been to Latvia, Hungary. I've been to quite a few. Quite a few uh, countries. Quite uh -huh. a few countries. Right. So quite, quite a story. Okay, um, guys, we need to we need to play a, play a song Definitely. and we'll get uh, get back to that uh, uh, topic. So maybe we'll um, some kind of recommendation: hip hop, R and B. I know it's your genre. Uh, um, yes, very true, very true. And uh, I know that you can you can sing as well, but we're not gonna exercise <laughs> that on the on the show. So for now, we're gonna let other people sing. So what's your what's your recommendation? Uh, you know, I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling like you know coming off of the Usher vibe, but we can continue with the Bruno Mars vibe. You know, we yeah, can I jump like, into something like that. We like that a little bit more, a little bit chilled. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, get get everyone that's listening. You know, get them more into it, and you know, just. Mm -hmm. All right, get some good energy. So maybe we could go for um 24k this time. I, I like it. All right, so 24k like by Bruno Mars. Let's hear it. You're listening to 102.7 International Poznan here on MC Radio with Piotr and Will the Barber and Max. See you soon.
That was Bruno Mars 24K, and here with me, Max. Hello. And Will the Barber. Will the Barber. Um, so we, we, we've just talked about uh, your um, uh, career in military, and you mentioned that you have visited quite a few countries, including Afghanistan, South Korea, but mm-hmm. you also visited Poland yeah, as well. This is, this yes. Is, this is essential because... Uh, Poland clearly made an impression on you. Just a, just a little bit. Just, just a little bit. Like enough, enough for me to move here permanently and start uh, my next phase in life. And imagine yeah. if it made a big impression. What uh, would have happened? Uh, yeah. Man, tell me about if it. If it made a small impression, you're here <laughs> in the studio with us. Exactly. Wow. Okay. Okay. So it must have been a positive impression then. So you came here and to Poland. What year was it? That was 2018. 2018, and you know, you kind of, let's say, fell in love a little bit with this country. Yes. I know it's a bold statement, but I think no, it's it, true. It's very true. It's very true. Um, I was here for a year in 2018, and um, out of all of the other places that I had been to, um, all the different cultures, different people that I met along the way and experienced, um, 
it was just something about this country, man. I'm telling you, it was mm-hmm. it like the people here, or it was, you know, it, it was it was very refreshing, you know, mm-hmm. very very refreshing. And um, how I ended up in Pose Nine, actually. Um, so uh, I was actually stationed in Boleswavich. I'm not sure if I pronounced that uh, correctly. Bolesławie. So that's, yeah. that's Dolnośląsk, yeah, so very, lower, lower, lower Silesia. Yeah, very yeah. famous for its uh, ceramics. Exactly, exactly, exactly. That's what made you fall in love, wasn't it? it was yeah, sure. Those, those, those cups and the bowls. Yeah. <laughs> Polish China. <Eggs>. Yeah. <laughs> Polish China. Yeah, yeah. so um, we were on base, and I was talking to uh, the... Um, the translator that we were working with, and I um, was like, hey, man, you know, we're getting an opportunity to, to go out and visit the country. You know, what would you recommend? You know, so he's like, don't go over to these big cities. You know, you're going to have a lot of people here, a lot of people there. I was like, okay, keep going. I like where you're going with this. So he's like, yeah, you want to go to Poznan. Yeah, but still, it's, it's quite a large city for Polish standards, it's, isn't it? Yeah, well, but it's, you know, it's not the top of anyone's list. I mean, this is quite a, yeah. an anomaly, I would say. The closest one would be Wrocław, right? To yeah, yeah. And, I, and it's crazy because I had never even been to that city until I was here in Poznań. Like living here. <laughs> so Poznań was before Wrocław. I like that. Because there's, you know, there's a little competition between Poznań and Wrocław. Okay. So we like the fact that you went to Poznań first. Well, I, listen, I mean, it was it was an amazing time. Amazing time. Okay. Um, like I said, it was our first time being able to leave the base and go and explore Poland. Of course. And everybody had the opportunity to go out for a weekend. So me and six of my guys. It must have been quite a sensation on Wrocławska uh, Street here in Poznań. Oh, right? yeah. we're, we're, we'll definitely get there. <laughs> we'll definitely get there. Uh, but no, we came out here. It was six. It was seven of us. And um, at the time, we were all uh, we we're all NCOs sergeant so we were hiring leadership so we didn't have to worry about dealing with the the junior enlisted soldiers the junior like the privates and stuff like that because whenever we see other soldiers that are out we have to make sure that they're not doing anything that they shouldn't okay so also on your watch if you see them uh i don't know uh vandalizing a a jewelry shop you go hey you can't do that well hopefully they won't ever do that don't even think about doing anything (laughs) like that we we encourage did you come up with that i I have a wild (laughs) wild imagination or maybe it's my intention your imagination uh, sometimes really uh, amazes me of course our show encourages uh, responsible visiting don't don't no, no vandalizing whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. I think. None, none whatsoever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so back to your story. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it it was all of us. We were all you know. We understood the level of responsibility that we had as uh, soldiers and also as leaders in the military as well. So that was our thing. Whenever we would go out, this is the group that we're going with because we know how to act. Basically. Yeah. Yep. So. Um, we came out and um, that we were out here for it was crazy because it was a Fourth of July weekend, so we spent the Fourth of July in Poland in Poznan for the first you know first time we were able to come out and that was literally the best weekend of my entire life. Wow! Wow! wow. Yeah. It's quite a statement. Quite yeah, a statement it, it, it it was awesome. And you, you know, you didn't you didn't feel homesick a little bit that you weren't celebrating amongst uh, yeah. you know Amer- because in America that's a big deal. You right? have a massive yeah. parade. That, that is that is very true. However, because I had been outside of the United States for so long, the guys that I was always around, like we knew when we're not going to be no. in the United States at this time. Yeah. So 
we as soldiers and as Americans, we take that worth with us wherever we go. Oh, okay. So we're kind of used to that. So every yeah. every so day is the 4th of July. And absolutely. Yeah. So you embrace the spirit, right? <laughs> of course. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So, um, but yeah, man, that was, that was literally the... Uh, the best weekend I had ever had in my entire life. Oh, and wow. um, I met someone, obviously, you know, that's usually how it goes. We're not going to yeah. get all the way into that of course, story. Of course we won't. Sure. You know, of but, um, but yeah, like uh, I had spent, um, after that, I had spent so much, uh, like whenever I had an opportunity to leave out, I would go see other places, but I knew that I needed to get back here mm-hmm. to Poznan. Mm-hmm. So it got to a point to where I said, you know what, when I'm done with the military, when I'm finished with all of this and I hang up my uniform, I am coming back to Poznan. And this is quite a story because you, 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 you finished the, your military service, but then there was an opportunity from a, um, a special program yes. to um, go to one of... To, to a university of your choice, basically. Yes, yes. And have it sponsored by this organization and study there uh, as some sort of reward, we could say, to your for your um, the military service for the country. Absolutely. So um, what he's talking about is called the, uh, the VA program. Um, it helps, ve- uh, allows um, veterans who've served in the military in all uh, levels of service, whether it's mil- the Army, the Marines, or the Navy or Air Force, and all those wonderful things. Um, once you have completed your contract, your time of service in the military, you can take part of these particular benefits. And um, it's a, a great, great, great tool for anyone who is uh, listening and they may know someone who's in the military and they're going to be getting out soon. Um, it's definitely worth researching um, because basically in my situation, um, there's a part of that. It's called the education benefit. Mm-hmm. Um, education benefit uh, allows you to go to um a university, not just any university, but they have cer- certain universities that they will work with um, where they will pay for your tuition. Incredible. They'll, wow. Th- like pay for your tuition fully, uh, pay for you, uh, pay for your uh, your living. They'll give you money for your, your flat. They'll give you money for books and all those wonderful okay. things. Mm. Um, and it just so happened that one of those universities is in Poznan and is USB. Oh. Exactly. Yeah. So exactly. I said, you know what? This this sounds it's it's a sign. Yeah, it's, it's, a sign. it's a sign. It's Absolutely. A sign. <laughs> Absolutely. So um but yeah, like uh I it didn't take much. Um it was crazy because once uh one I enrolled into the school there, it had only been uh two other veterans in the entire history of the school that had gone there and taken part of this particular program. So uh, with me coming in fresh out of the military and having the mindset of I need to make sure this is done, this is done, this is done, I was able to uh, help the other um, the other students there who uh, who were helping me, helping me in admissions who had no clue about what I was talking about, yeah. you know. So I was able to work with them and also help myself. And if they had anybody that was coming in doing the same thing that I was doing, they know that hey. Call Will. He can, you know, he's done this process. He knows, yeah, you know, yeah. he knows who to talk to mm-hmm. over here on this side, and he knows who to talk to on this side also. So it helped out very, very, uh, very well. And um, the funniest part about that is um, I'm uh, studying English. 
Yeah. You're studying that's English. Why, yeah. yeah. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> the English language or English literature? Or? English theology. English theology. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, you, you might be one of the best students. <laughs> well, kind of, sort of, yeah. You can, you can say that. You well, can say that. Well, you know, uh, hang, hang on a second. Uh, most of us, you know, you, you know, if you grow up in an English-speaking country, uh, or just any country, really, and you, you grow up speaking the language, you don't necessarily know all the rules, all the grammar rules, yeah. all the context. Very true. So, so people oftentimes learning English as a second language. For exa- yes, yeah. for example, yeah. Yeah. we, might, might, we we'll could have you. learned um, the past perfect tense, for example, or the third conditional. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm at a loss as to what that means. I actually, I think I would fail the IELTS test or yeah. the Cambridge examination. Uh, yeah, it, you know, there are so many different rules and stuff. So you actually, I'm sure yeah. you, you, you had to learn quite a few things as well, apart from being a native speaker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it, it was more so not just because I wanted to learn the English language. Obviously, you know, um, being American, it kind of, you know, comes second nature for me. Um, But my my reason behind that is um, I actually have a master's in civil engineering, hence me being an engineer in the military. Mm -hmm. Um, So I decided that I want to enjoy life and study something that won't allow me to be so stressed out. Sure, sure. Something that Just, is uh, something that doesn't take up too much of the schedule. Exactly. Very reasonable. And, and, and that also leads to your career as a barber that we're going to talk about. Because thanks to that, you have some time to, to realize your, your other passion, which is, um, uh, which is um, uh, making people look more beautiful. In That's a way. very true. Uh, beautifying the world, beautifying one, the world. one head of hair at a time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> very true. We'll get down to it yeah. in a moment, Mike. But uh, shall we play we a, must, a tune? We must. We have to get to the music here on International Poznan. Um, I have an idea, Max. Let's hear it out. For Will. 50 Cent. I know you like 50 Cent. Oh, here cent. we go. Here we what go. What are we going to play <laughs> from his library? Oh, wow. Oh, let's see. Um, let's go with... Let's go with Candy Shop. Candy Shop. Let, let's go with Candy Shop. All right. Well, take you to the Candy Shop. All right. Well, <laughs> all right, then. Keep Absolutely. on going. All right. There we go. You're listening to 102.7 International Poznan here with Candy Shop. I'll take you to the candy shop. One more taste of what I got. I 
I'm on top, ride like you in a rodeo. You ain't never heard it sound like this before. Cause I ain't never put it down like this. Soon as I come through the door, she get the pulling on my zipper. It's like it's a race who could get undressed quicker. Isn't it ironic how ironic it is to watch in thongs? Had me thinking about that ass after I'm gone. I touched the right spot at the right time. Lights on, I light off, she like it from behind. So seductive, cause you see the way she whine. Her hips and slow mo on the floor when we grind. Long she ain't stopping, homie, I ain't stopping. Dripping wet with sweat, man, it's on and popping on my champagne campaign. Bottle after bottle is on, and we gon' sip to every bubble, and every bottle is gone. I take you to the candy shop. I let you lick the lollipop. Go ahead, girl, don't you stop. Keep going till you hit the spot. Whoa. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Candy Shop, and you're back here on International Poznan 102.7 FM here on MC Radio with Piotr and Will the Barber, and of course Max. <laughs> But what's really interesting right now is you've reached uh, you've reached the point where you're you're here in Poznan. It's time to to it, it's time to set up shop. Hence. <laughs> Segue into you know yeah. out of candy shop barber shop candy shop yeah. barber shop yeah. exactly yeah. that exactly yeah. that and it's it's not it's not it's it's better than a candy shop that it's, is very true yeah candy shops I mean geez you need a uh, you know the, the older you get the less inclined we should be having candy we all need a haircut we all need a stylish haircut we need a great haircut absolutely However, I think 50 cents um uh, rapped about a different candy shop but that's for another <laughs> shop um, absolutely what we want to ask because before uh, the because you've recently opened your, your own barbershop however you started as a private barber absolutely meaning that you would go to your clients mm-hmm. and do the service there yes so um, uh, basically starting off um, I went to barbering school right out of high school um, because uh, I I used to cut hair and barbering while uh, I was in high school just because I i was naturally creative. So me being able to do something like that, it was just it just kind of came second nature for me. So um, leaving high school, I went to barbering school before I left to go to college. And I used that also for me to make money while I was in college as well because the school that I went to, very expensive in the United States. Especially in America, uh, yeah, right? It's you know, crazy expensive. So um, I was able to do that as, you know, like just a little side job and um, – allow myself to eat more than just ramen noodles, you know, <laughs> on, you know, on every night or something like that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. um we also we also have that in Poland for students, right? Uh, we call it the the Chinese soup. That's what mm-hmm. we call it. So, you kind of have this instant soup, but in Poland the chińska zupka. And um, uh, a lot of students just um, survive in that. I, yeah. I, I used to have Chinese soup. I used to have that in China, but they just they just, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> they, just they just call it soup over there. Yeah, it's <laughs> but, yeah. That's, yeah, but um, um, no, but uh, but in but in all seriousness, um, 
you know, being being a barber, like starting out as a mm-hmm. barber, uh, a lot of uh, one of the one of the risks, I guess, when when someone's training uh, and and using you as the canvas, is something might go wrong. So you got the trust of people probably Absolutely. very quickly. I, 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 yeah. I understand. Well, so the I actually had been. Um, I had been cutting hair while I was in the military also, but it wasn't as much as I had been I had been doing it since I've been here. It was just, you know, if someone needed something and I had free time or whatever, oh, yeah. you yeah. know, then yes, obviously. And um, Just to stay in the loop, kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And although, although, may I, if I could interject, uh, mm-hmm. the, the, the styles permitted in the military, I mean, do they... Could you take liberties with people's hair at the military? Or? Excellent question. Yes, well, excellent so, question. But that's that's the also the beauty of it because um, no, I couldn't. <laughs> However, me being me being in leadership, I understood what the regulations were. Okay. So um, and I also knew how to make it look good versus them going to someone that was you know in a shop that had no clue what the regulations were and they go there and they don't know this person and then they leaving out with a bad haircut their confidence is very low yeah. and because this, this soldier goes out on the weekends absolutely you know? they, they're, 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 they're absolutely still people too yes and, and uh, what are they what are they supposed to do when they come out with a with a crew cut uh, yeah you know? yeah so, yeah but how about having having a beard in military is that possible absolutely not absolutely absolutely not not. Mm. so you can have you can have a mustache but Mm -hmm. uh, any type of facial hair is not permitted unless you have some type of medical document saying that you can because you have like facial bumps and stuff like that okay Okay. so that's the only exception yeah the only exception so Mm. um but uh as uh 2020 rolled around and the you know the infamous year of 2020 um i was stationed in germany and um at the time where things got really crazy there with covid and you know all those things Mm. we uh faced restrictions so um and lockdowns living on base so um you couldn't you if you lived on base as a soldier um or as any any person you couldn't leave to go out into the the regular world so um, no one can come in and no one can come out. So they also shut down all the barbershops mm-hmm. that was on um, on base as well. Okay. So with me being the forward thinker that I am and knowing that I already have all of my equipment, I can just, you know, set up shop there. Absolutely. Well, and you, you did. Know, absolutely. And it was it was a great time. It was a it was a great time because I had a set schedule. We couldn't leave the base, so mm-hmm. I wasn't worried about going out. However, because we're in the military, we still have standards. We still have you know all these things that we have to go by. Everyone was still required to have a haircut every Monday morning. Oh wow! Even even with the absence of barbershops, Abs- the military still demands. Yes, yes, well, sir. Well, they, then they've backed you into a corner. You, yeah, well, you have to provide for ex- the community. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So my schedule literally went from getting up at five o'clock in the morning, going to work by nine o'clock, leaving work by five o'clock, going to the gym, going to get something to eat, going back to my place. And cutting hair until eleven o'clock at night. Oh wow! Every day for at least three months. Quite, quite okay. the schedule and quite the service as yeah. well. Wow! But yeah. you did, but in a way, you did your ten thousand hours. You know, as, absolutely. As, uh, according to Malcolm Gladwell, uh, to become an expert, right? Mm-hmm. You, 
so, so, so okay. So you're, you've you've done your months of, of, of cutting the hair. Mm-hmm. What's next? So it was my time to leave the military, and I like I told you before, I I had my eyes set on coming here, moving to Pose Nine, and starting the next phase of my life. So once I got here, got everything situated with school, I said, you know, um, why not? You know, why not get out and start? You know building up my clientele, meeting new people, finding out where to go, and, you know, who needs a haircut? You exactly. Know? So where did you where did you find yeah. your first uh, clients? Because, you know, you're in a, in a new new country. You don't know the people, right? So so it seems to be one of the, you know, the, the toughest steps, you know, to kind of yeah. make. Yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm a people person. I, I enjoy people all together. I love talking to them, meeting them, all those wonderful things. And it made it easy with me being here in Pose 9 and knowing this is the culture that is here. So um, I had a few friends who would always recommend me going here, go there, go here, mm-hmm. go there, you know, get you some business cards, you know, just go out and talk to people and stuff like that. And um, first place I went to where... Um, it was like, all right, this is this is this is it. Um, it was Ohia. Ohia Bar, run, oh, yeah, run by okay. John James. Yeah, John James was uh, actually on this show a few uh, three or four years ago, something like four years ago. Yeah. So yeah, so John James, the musician, um, and yeah, so that was, because that's the hub for African kind of community as well. Yes. And you are yes. one of very few barbers here that can actually deal with um, Afro very, hair. Very, very, very true. Very true. So um, I went there, you know, met John, and you know, me and him instantly clicked. And um, from there on, I was I not just being able to get clientele from there, but I love the the, uh, the atmosphere there, the energy, like Absolutely. everything. It was just awesome, you know. And um, so it it just felt right. It felt natural for me to be mm-hmm. there. And um, from there on, everything just just grew, mm-hmm. you know. And so that was your what, first base, right? Yeah. And this is where you made your first contacts and everything. Mm-hmm. And and you mostly your 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 clients became uh, people from Africa. We could say yes, yes. Um, mainly because like like you said, is you know not many people here mm-hmm. who can deal with that level of hair or that mm-hmm. type of hair. Yep. So uh, with me knowing, you know, okay, this is this is my lane. Um, not only can I do that, but I can also cut straight hair as well, and mm-hmm. also uh, women's hair. As well. Yeah, just, oh, wow. Just, okay. just, just so everyone knows, yeah. be, be sure to check out Ill Will the Barber <laughs> on Instagram. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, so, um, but I, I understood what my, what my lane was. You know, mm-hmm. um, I understood that there was uh, a demand for, you know, this particular service. So, you know, I said, okay, instead of me trying to do everything, let me just stick to one area here. So, um after I, I did that and started getting out there a lot more, being a little bit, being more visible, talking to more people, um, being able to provide the service of coming to you versus you trying to come to me, mm-hmm. you know, um, that was a level that they had never experienced before. Absolutely. Also, with being able to get their haircut the way that they want to or like to mm-hmm. and, and feel good about it after they get so their haircut. So very customized, yeah. very personalized. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So. All right. Um, so we'll get we'll come back to this uh, topic to this new um, barber shop in Pause Nine. But uh, uh, first, let's uh, play a song. We've got to get to a song. Uh, you know what? Uh, we we'd love to hear one from you. What uh, do you have anything in mind? Oh my goodness! If uh, you don't, we have some options. Uh, <laughs> but, but we counting wait. on you. Uh let's see. Um, 
I, you know what? I, I'm drawing a blank right now. I'm drawing a blank. That's that's so, what happens when when we when we put the so pressure about, on our yeah. guests. <laughs> how about Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, still Dre? Oh, that's that's another classic. That's let's, another let's go classic. for a classic classic hip hop song straight from America West Coast. All right, you're listening to 102.7 International Poznan here on MC Radio with Piotr and Will the Barber and Max. Yeah, nigga. I'm still fucking with you. Still waters run deep. Still Snoop Dogg and D.I.A. Nah, nah, nigga. Guess who's back? Still. Still doing that shit, Andre? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Check me out. It's still Trey Day, nigga. AK, nigga. Though I've grown a lot, can't keep it home a lot. Cause when I frequent the spots that I'm known to rock, you hear the bass from the truck when I'm on the block. Ladies, they pay homage, but haters say Trey fell off. How, nigga, my last album was the chronic. They wanna know if he still got it. They say raps change. They wanna know how I feel about it. You ain't up on Dr. Dre is the name, I'm ahead of my game. Still puffin' my leaf, still fuck with the beats. Still not loving police. Still rock my khakis with a cuff and a crease. Still got love for the streets, reppin' 213. Still the beats bang, still doing my thing. Since I left, ain't too much change. Still, I'm representing for the gangsters all across the world. Still, hitting them counters and them lolos, girl. Still, taking my time to perfect the beat. And I still got love for the streets. It's the DRA. I'm representing for the gangsters all across the world. Still, hitting them counters and them lolos, girl. Still, taking my time to perfect the beat. And I still got love for the streets. It's the DRA. Since the last time you heard from me, I lost some friends. Well, hell. Me and Snoop, we dipping again. I Kept my ear to the streets. Signed Eminem. He's triple platinum, doing 50 a week. Still, I stay close to the heat. And even when I was close to defeat, I rose to my feet. My life's like a soundtrack. I wrote to the beat. Street rap like Cali weed. I smoke till I'm asleep. Wake up in the AM, compose a beat. I bring the fire till you're soaking in your seat. It's not a fluke, it's been tried, I'm the truth Since turn out the lights from the world-class wrecking crew I'm still at it, after mathematics In the home of drive-bys and agmatics Swap meets, sticky green and bad traffic I dip through, then I get still I'm representing for the gangsters all across the world Still, hitting them counters and them lolos, girl Still, taking my time to perfect the beat And I still got love for the streets It's the D.R.E. I'm representing for the gangsters all across the world Still, hitting them counters and them lolos, girl Still taking my time to perfect the beat And I still got love for the streets It's the D.R.E. It ain't nothing but Mohawk shit Another classic CD for y'all to vibe with Whether you're cooling on the corner with your fly bitch yeah, Lay back in the shack, play this track I'm representing for the gangsters all across the world Still hitting the counters in them lolos, girl I'll break your neck, damn near put your face in your lap Niggas try to be the king, but the ace is back So if you ain't up on things Dr. Dre be the name, still running the game, still got it wrapped like a mummy. Still ain't tripping, love to see young blacks get money. Spend time out the hood, take their moms out the hood, hit my boys off with jobs. No more living hard, barbecues every day, driving fancy cars. Still gon' get my regards. I'm representing for the gangsters all across the world. Still hitting them counters and them lolos, girl. Still taking my time to perfect the beat, and I still got love for the streets. It's the DRE. I'm representing for the gangsters all across the world. Still hitting them counters and them lolos, girl. Still taking my time to perfect the beat, and I still got love for the streets. It's the DRE. I'm representing for the gangsters all across the world. Still hitting them counters and them lolos, girl. Still 
Taking my time to perfect the beat And I still got love for the streets It's the D.R.E. Right back up in your motherfucking ass Nine, five plus four pennies Add that shit up D.R.E. Right back up on top of things uh, welcome back to International Pose Nine. You're here with Will the Barber and Max and Piot. And Will the Barber is actually our guest, <laughs> but we kind of, we, we kind of tur- t- turned the tables a little bit. Yes. Um, everyone gets a go. Everyone. everyone gets a go. Exactly. So Will the Will the Barber is a barber here in in Pozna. You've got you've got your shop um, uh, located in uh, in a very central location in in Pozna. Yes. You start as a private barber. You've recently opened your your shop. Mm-hmm. And um, so how how was uh, what was the difference for you between maybe let's start with this one the difference between being a private barber going to to people. Um, uh, homes and now yeah. people come to you yeah so um, it's a huge difference um, first of all um, like I'm not uh, I, I'm more readily available to service and groom you know clients from all over you know mm-hmm. so yes. um, versus me being in one part of the town and then having to go all the way to another Absolutely. part of the town uh, yeah I stayed a, a lot busier moving around and stuff like that but, uh, but being in a centralized location and being able to have people come up or you know at any time whenever I'm open uh if it, it, it feels more of a, a community a communal thing you know exactly. I, I oh, feel like I'm, yeah. I'm more a part of the community now yeah you're you you're, you're uniting people you know? absolutely yeah. it could be a meeting point as well because for example when I used to live in the UK I would go to some um let's say African barber shops let's say and um or or Caribbean barber shops even mm-hmm. like and I would see that was a community spot that's yeah, a, so they yeah. would meet like that's a place for people to hang out have, hang out, have a cup day, of coffee and, um, you exactly. know yeah, yeah so, joke yeah. around so I really I really like that because you know in Poland we don't really do that kind of thing you just go mm-hmm. get a haircut and you, you leave. Yeah, you know, yeah. leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. there, you know, it was it was like a community hub, and um, mm-hmm. that was that was really nice. So maybe eventually your place will become one of those. Yes, that I, that is definitely in the plans. Um, I, and I wanted to naturally grow into something like that. You know, I'm not going to push it, but at the same time, I want to. Naturally, naturally, yeah. it will happen. Mm-hmm. I think because yeah. once people recognize you as a as a great barber and also as a charismatic guy that you are. And uh, question for you. Do you think that you are a little bit of a psychologist or a therapist? Because, for example, my um, hairdressers, um, she's a little bit like a therapist to me. I oh yeah, she you know the she knows a lot of my secrets though. <laughs> yeah. I hope she she will never reveal them. Because in passing, you know this, the, you 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 end up hearing the stories, you know, yeah. of all, all, all these people's troubles, you know, kind Absolutely. of like a, like a bartender. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. I, I believe um, as a great barber, you have to be able to be a mix of both. To be mm-hmm. honest with you, because mm-hmm. you don't know who's coming in to your chair, mm-hmm. you don't know exactly what they'll what they need outside of a haircut. You know, so being able to spark up a conversation and understand and knowing how to listen to what they're saying, exactly. you know, it allows you to figure out what direction you want to go in versus it being a therapist or a psychologist. You know? Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. So, I think it's, again, it comes naturally. Sometimes just people wanna wanna talk to someone, right? And they wanna uh, yeah. they wanna share their stuff with you. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you've kind of developed your listening skills right so yes yes sometimes people yeah. just want to talk they don't even want that want you kind of you know responding to that they just want to talk See, exactly I've, I've had um i've had some haircuts uh not not recently as uh, as you can probably tell uh, <laughs> it's good that we are on the radio <laughs> yeah, so, um, that's I, hiding behind this but um in my in my recent haircuts uh the thing is i i i i feel a fear that um 
uh, I'm the conversation starts. I'm chatting with my with my uh, my barber, mm-hmm. uh, asking me about, about my day, my plans, how things are going, and then about halfway through the haircut. He's got nothing to ask me. Yeah. The conversation drops. Mm. I feel a little uncomfortable. Yeah. What advice could you give me as a customer to make sure that because I like talking. Uh-huh. I, well, it, you're it, on it, radio, so I yeah, like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yet I feel at home here, yeah. but at the barbershop, mm-hmm. I don't. Uh, okay. I feel that the conversation disappears halfway through. What's a way that I could use to spark up the conversation again? A marvelous question. Yes. Yeah. As a customer, how can I be a better customer? So um, what I will say to that is, um, first, there's nothing wrong with uh, with you not talking or talking and, or those things of that nature. Um, mm. However, it's about a level of comfort, right? Mm. Once you get to a level of comfort um, with your particular barber, you know, you have to also understand maybe they're just focused they're really trying to focus on doing what they're supposed to be doing when it comes to your haircut. Sure. So being a better customer, you know, you can ask them, you know, certain questions, you know, how's your day going? You know, because I can tell you for me, once uh, I start talking about like my life or the things that I have going on, it's a lot easier for me to to not so much focus on just the little things because my my hands actually just do what they're supposed to do. Mm, right? Okay, you eventually know, it becomes automatic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Versus me putting my mind into it. Oh, well, you know, should I do this or should I do that or whatever? So yeah. um, just you know, ask them about themselves, and I guarantee you, what's going to happen is they're going to feel a lot more comfortable with you, mm-hmm. and your uh-huh. relationship is going to build, and your haircuts are going to come out even better. All right, perfect, okay, perfect. Yeah. That's that's a great advice. Conclusion of our of our show, I think. Absolutely, uh, you know, guys. If you're if you're looking out for a haircut, uh, no, no matter no matter, what, um, make sure to check out Ill Will the Barber on Instagram. Absolutely, and um, also a person to talk to in a way as well. Absolutely, <laughs> really, absolutely, yeah. Um, right, yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's it's been a wonderful show because we went from your your military career to to you, um, uh, one of the coolest barbers here in in Poznan. And what a transition. Yeah, a fantastic transition uh, in terms of your career and uh, and in terms of the show. I've got... I'm I'm all out of ideas. <laughs> exactly. So we wish you, we wish you all the best. Uh, I hope you will you will grow um, soon and um, and 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 see you soon around Postline. Thank you guys for having me, and I look forward to coming back and talking to you about all the new things that we have going on. Oh, we're we're very excited to have you on. All right, take care. It was Will the Barber. A big shout out to the Godfather Maciek Kautz. A big shout out to all of our guests and our listeners. Make sure to listen to us every Sunday at 10 p.m. Wednesday at 8 p.m. and check us out on Spotify. My name is Maximilian. And Pio. And Will the Barber. Dol Sushanya. Dol